I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Nick, the jet has landed back in Dallas. Mm. Welcome back, Jason Terry, to the Mavs organization. Jet, jet, jet. Freaking love Jason Terry. Uh, If you are a Mavs fan, you haven't seen the news uh, Jason Terry was announced today as the assistant general manager of the Texas Legends, uh, which is super cool. It explains a little bit of a, a, a sneaky tweet. Uh, Jason Terry tweeted something uh, out. Uh, I forgot what he had said, that he was going somewhere or whatever. And uh, Al Whitley, uh, which Al has a great story. I actually wrote a long story about Al's story. One of my first pieces for Mavs.com uh, back, gosh, was a year and a half ago? About those, about those black jerseys. Remember the black city jerseys? Yes. I told Al's story with that. Anyway, long story short, Al is now the uh, GM for uh, or over all of the Texas Legends. And uh, started off as equipment guy, friends of Steve Nash. Now he's over the Texas Legends. And so he quote tweeted Jason Terry's tweet yesterday with like an eye emoji. And people are like, oh, what does that mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. And uh, bam. Here you go. They're going to be working together all the time. And Jason Terry's back in Dallas. Yeah, we're excited about that. The Texas Legends, the G League team for the Dallas Mavericks, their affiliate. Um, We're excited to see what that partnership yields. And glad to see that Jason Terry's sticking with the Dallas area and with the Dallas franchises. Even though it's in Frisco. (laughs) It's in Frisco, but man, all those people are with the Mavs all the time. I mean, I see Al all the time. I literally just talked to to him at Dirk's uh, tennis game the other day. Super nice guy. He's always still around the team. Uh, and this just means we could see you know Jet more, and I, I think it's really cool. We see him at games sometimes. He's always uh, you know still lived in Dallas. Um, yeah, he goes to games and stuff. But now we're going to see him like in an official role, and uh, it's always good to have more Jason Terry around. So welcome back, Jet. It's good to have you back. Absolutely, and also. Shout out to the Dallas Wings. At least one Dallas basketball franchise can jump up in the lottery. The Dallas Mavericks never have, but the Dallas Wings jump from third to second in the lottery. They're getting Ooh. the second pick, and they're most likely taking Baylor's own and Flower Mound's own Lauren Cox. Very excited about that potential. What position does she play? She's six four. She's a forward. She's a big. Okay. So we're excited. We're Sweet. excited for that potential. But it's wild in the du- in the WNBA because you do the lottery and you have to wait. <laughs> like their draft isn't until April. <laughs> you essentially have to do a whole college basketball season between now and the draft. <laughs> That's weird. Hmm. Because you have to do the whole college basketball season. It has to be after college basketball. If they do it now, then the, you know the p- players that graduate or the players that are going to the WNBA have to wait until now to. <laughs> It's just crazy. That's true. I will say the shot in at the end of the Aces game the other day was an insane shot. That was a cool highlight I saw on Twitter. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, the Aces Sky game, 
man, did not have good shot. <laughs> did not have good clock management. She chucked that shot up. Seven seconds left. Uh, also a great series going on right now between the Mystics and the Aces now. Liz Cambage versus Elena Deladon. It's been awesome. It's been great. Bill Lambeer getting Legends. all fired up on the sidelines. Bill, I do not want to piss Bill Lambeer off. <laughs> no one does. All right, on the podcast today, we are talking about our rankings. We're continuing our ranking series. We're ranking the best starting shooting guards in or starting small forwards in the in oh my gosh. We are ranking the, the starting, I, was gonna say, I don't know how many I can rank. <laughs> the, I don't know how many you can name. The starting small forwards in the NBA. So, we did shooting guards yesterday. We did point guards. It, it is getting more and more difficult. I think we're getting more and more Fair. of these starting one starting players wrong. <laughs> Just because it's so hard to determine who's starting, um, and it's, it's just all going to be different. And your finishing lineup is going to be, be so different than your starting lineup for a lot of these teams, like the Clippers, the Lakers. You know, a lot of these teams just kind of have different. The Mavericks even are probably going to have a different finishing lineup than they have a starting lineup. So, but we're doing that. But before we do that, Isaac, let's start a new thing. We uh, we got pretty stagnant with our five star iTunes reviews, so we're trying something new. If you submit a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, if you go to our Locked on Mavericks page and you give us a five-star ranking and uh, you ask a question in it, we will answer it, every single one of them. We'll do these on the podcast. So go ahead and leave us those five-star reviews because we need more of those. It helps people find us. Right now, if you search Mavericks, like Dallas Mavericks, we are not the first one that comes up, and that's unacceptable. <laughs> hey, but Google Mavericks Podcast. Hey, Got that SEO working for us real good. So, yeah, leave your five-star reviews with a question. We'll answer them on the podcast, and we'll do that periodically. So you'll have to just keep listening for your question to be answered. So wanted to do that so we can get some more iTunes reviews in there, help us uh, help more people to find this podcast, especially going into the season because the Mavericks are going to actually be good for once, Isaac, and so we want people to, to see these. So, all right, our small forward rankings. Number mm. one. It better be the same person. From the Los Angeles Clippers, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yes, Kawhi Leonard. This also, one, I wanted to give a shout-out to Steven. I, I was looking up his name, uh, who came after us for having Devin Booker too low. Uh, appreciate your love for Devin Booker, but I'm sorry. I will never um, – he's not better than Victor Oladipo. I just can't get with you on that. Or Bradley Beal. Yes, there was a lot of people um, that Steven on Twitter – did not like that we had over Devin Booker. But yeah, but shout out anyway. to him. Shout out to him for just having a fan, just being a fanboy and just sticking with your guy. Because sometimes you just have your guy and you just believe your guy is better than the other guys, and that's fine. Yeah, like you and Ferguson. So it's my guy. Kawhi is, it's my guy now. Kawhi. Gary Harris is your Kawhi guy is now. T- <laughs> Ferguson's my guy. Uh, I can't wait to send you highlights of Ferguson if he has one this year. Kawhi. I don't think anyone's going to see a Thunder game this year. Like they'll just all be on League Pass. They'll never be on anything. That's that's very true. Um, sorry, thunderous intentions. Kawhi's <laughs> shout <down>. out. <laughs> Kawhi is definitely uh, number one on this list um, over LeBron, and I, I think that's safe to say right now, at least yeah. for me. Yeah, pretty easily. The the run that he just had in the finals, uh, the way he can do it on both ends. I mean, he is. Still not as good of a passer, obviously, as LeBron. Not as good of a playmaker. Their scoring at this point is probably fairly even. Kawhi can probably 
do a little bit more because he's more athletic at this point in his career. But even still, I mean, LeBron's still super athletic. I mean, we keep saying that he's not yeah. as athletic, but he was like one of the most athletic players in NBA history, and now he's dropped from that to where he is now. Uh, and Kawhi I just was, think after this run that Kawhi just did, I think he's the best player in the NBA right now. So yeah, no, I agree. It, I think it's very hard to, yeah. But anyway, the only hard thing is, is he actually going to play three or is he going to play two or is he, you know, going to play four sometimes like it's, four. it's interesting to see where he's going to play. But that this is where we have him slotted right now. I think closing. I think closing. He'll play the four. Uh, yeah. Him or Paul George depends. Yeah. And, and I think it goes into like the Lakers stuff. I think we're going to see LeBron will be the four and AD the five closing games like the Mavericks. Porzingis will be at yeah. the five in closing game. You know, so it's like stuff like that. But starters. Kawhi will be the three, probably. Yeah. And uh, speaking of, LeBron is my number two. I'm hoping that he is yours. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. The top with, two is uh, You're running with DeRozan? <laughs> very clear tier with uh, Kawhi and LeBron at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Very clear number one and number two. Uh, number three, I had a hard time with, but I ended up going with DeRozan. Yeah, I had three players right here. I, would, I was debating on uh, back and forth. Obviously, if you're just hopping in midweek for these rankings, Nick and I uh, take the 30 uh, starting small forwards. At least we take a shot at who the 30 would be, and then we come up with our own separate rankings. We come together for this pod and say, all right, let's rank them for the fun of it. Um, I have three names for this right here. I lean the way you did. Uh, I think DeRozan statistically – uh, was kind of underrated last he's year. Such a great year. He was like twenty five six and six last year. Not many players. Yeah, did I, yeah. I didn't know he rebounded and assisted like he did uh, last year. And we have him as the three right now. I think in you know in the past Toronto years, you're like, oh, okay, he's always a two. But we put Bryn Forbes as the two for San Antonio, and he played a lot. He played a lot of three last year for them, and they just have so many of those little guards. I mean, they have. Uh, Murray, Derek White, Lonnie Walker, Bryn Forbes. Like they have so many of those guys that he just Patty he has. Mills. Yeah, Patty Mills. Yeah, he has to be slotted into that three again this year. So that's why we have him here. Yeah, I had DeRozan at three, right behind him. Once again, I have you know these three names all together, but I have Chris Middleton right behind him at four, and I'll just go ahead and say him at five. And I have Tobias Harris at five. Wow. Um, okay, I have Siakam over both of those guys. Mm, interesting. I'm expecting See, you've always you've always been bigger on Siakam than I have. Yeah, just defensively, I think that he brings an extra level uh, playmaking, and I just think he takes it up. This is this is my pick to a guy to take a step up because he's not going to have Kawhi. Lowry may finish the season with them. Who knows what they're going to do with him? Uh, but this is his season to like okay to say this is your team now. You are the guy yeah. that we're going to lean on. And uh, we'll see how far you can take us. So I'm hoping for a big year for for Siakam. He becomes, he's essentially their number one now, whereas Middleton and Tobias, Tobias is like their number three. Middleton is their number two. Uh, and so I'm, I'm putting Siakam up there because I think he's going to have a better year. Has anyone ever had back-to-back most improved awards? Because, I mean, I think the table is set for It's happened before, Siakam. I think. Maybe it was in the NFL. <laughs> But like Siakam, the table is set perfectly for it. Now Kawhi's left, and now he steps into the number one role. I mean, what if he? Yeah, what if he does take a massive step, and he has Toronto as a home court team this year? He's the clear number one. He's averaging like twenty five to twenty eight points a game. Like it's it's just crazy. You know, I, that would be wild if he could get the award again somehow. 
I think that was comeback player two years in a row that uh what was that Jets quarterback Chad Hutchinson? I think he <laughs> I think he won it two years in a row. Like, Chad come, Pennington? Chad Pennington, no. that's who it is. Was it Pennington? I think no. he won two years in a row, but yeah. No, I don't think that's happened. Interesting. Anyway, probably won't, but still. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have Siakam at six, so I, it's not like a, uh, this list, we were joking before we hit record on this. This list was so hard to do, the small forwards. Um, but especially, yeah, the, these guys up through there, I do, yeah, I have Siakam at six, but Tobias's numbers, like his shooting numbers was super impressive, over 20 points a game. Um, yeah, and Middleton's Middleton, but whatever. I can li- I can yeah. live with Siakam over both. Of yeah, them. a solid a solid top six right there. Uh, and let's uh, when we come back, the rest of our rankings. There's so many random guys, and obviously we have uh, Justin Jackson to rank in this list because that's who we think is going to start for the Mavericks. So coming up next, we will rank Justin Jackson and the rest of the starting small forwards. But before we do, Isaac. Can't find a workout that keeps you engaged. Peloton is an immersive cardio experience with real-time features that will always keep you coming back. You'll be you'll get healthier, Isaac. You won't be coughing all the time. You'll be you'll get healthier and get one hundred dollars off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to onepeloton.com and use the promo code LOCKED to get started. All right, Isaac. Number seven. This was a tough one, and this is hard because I don't see. Wait, who did you ha- who did you have at four and five? Oh, Middleton and Tobias, in that order. Oh, okay. okay same okay. order as you. Uh, so and we six. D- we had the same. No, no. Four. I had Siakam. Five. I had Middleton. Six. I had Tobias. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I just put Siakam before those other two guys, uh, and you put him after. But seven for me is a guy that I don't really see as a as a three but he played mostly three last year according to basketball reference and uh he's playing next to joe harris Kyrie, uh is karis lavert wow i love karis lavert he was close to an all-star before he went down with an injury last year uh he came back kind of rough but um i'm expecting him to, to bounce back and to be the karis lavert that we we saw at the beginning of last season that is interesting. I don't have him. Okay. We definitely are going to have a big difference in him. I've always been super high on Karis LeVert, and then the beginning of last season was was huge. I mean, he was yeah, hitting like always, game winners, and he, he was doing a lot of stuff at the beginning. Yeah, I just I haven't been like super impressed by his numbers, though. I mean, last year, yeah, he was hurt, but even going back the year before, he played 71 games. I mean, 12 points a game. What forty three percent from the field, thirty four percent from three. Um, yeah, I'm basing this on the beginning of last year, where he was like twenty points a game, couple assists, couple rebounds. Yeah, he, he was playing really well, and I hope that he gets back to that point because he was super good. And the thing with him is yeah. always health. Even even in the draft, it was like, can he stay healthy? Yeah, and and that's what that's the thing. Yeah, we we put Joe Harris at the two. Actually, we, you know, we could swap those. Of who's going to be the two and the three and all that stuff? But uh, yeah, I'm not as high on Levert as you are. I just like what some of these other guys like. I mean, I have Joe Ingles at seven, and I I would take Joe Ingles um, a lot of the days, pretty much any day, probably over <laughs> Karis Levert, uh, especially right now. The Joe Ingles one I even thought about too when we ha- we put his name down because I guess we're gonna assume Boyan is the four, 
uh, instead of the three. And yeah, whatever, th- that's whatever. tough. <laughs> that, exactly. That's going to be tough for the Jazz. I think that's what they eventually end up doing, though. Uh, I think those guys, because looking at the fours, and fours is even harder. Power forward is even harder to to rank than yeah. small forwards. But uh, there's just a lot of guys that he can guard. So there will be times when maybe they have to throw somebody else out there to guard you know, the other team's four, but they also have Rudy Gobert back there that'll help them. So, uh, yeah, Ingles is, Ingles is good. I have a couple guys before him, but not too many. Uh, so, yeah, I've I'm Karis- still fascinated by the Levert thing because I, I don't even have Levert in the top 10. Um, yeah, pushes top 15. Yeah, this, but- is, this is another pick by me for a guy to take a leap. And uh, we could see Karis Levert as a as a, a guy. If he goes back to where he was at the beginning of, of last year, then he's yeah. up here. Uh, after that, I have Jalen Brown as my number eight. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, i I want it. I want to love Jalen Brown as like a future star. I just don't know what he like he is yet. Still, like I would. I've always wanted him in Dallas really bad. I think he would be great alongside Luca and especially KP. Uh, I wish they could somehow pry him away from Boston and restrict your free agency, even though we don't have money. But mm-hmm. um, I don't even have Brown in the top ten either. Wow. I still have a couple. I still have him. I still have a couple other guys. Um, I'm pick. I'm going yeah, with the. Up, why, why I'm going with put, the upside play for these two guys. There's there's a lot. I was of gonna say. To I think them. you're. Yeah, you're projecting. You know, you're projecting this year because like even comparing their numbers to somebody like next on the list, I have Harrison Barnes, and I mean I have I have him at eight because he still shot 40% from three last year. He still stole 20 over 20 <laughs> points a game. Like he, you know, he's still solid, you know, solid, solid player, uh, for Sacramento who they obviously just resigned to a big deal. And yeah, I mean, I have, I have Barnes at eight. I can't put Brown there yet. I think Brown definitely has a higher ceiling right now, but I can't put him there yet. This should be a big year for, for the Boston two guys, the two wings too, because Kyrie is gone. That's been their, their thing. And <laughs> so now, Hopefully with that gone, they'll take a step forward. Number, I have a couple other guys ahead of, of Barnes, too. Uh, my next guy is Robert Covington at 9. That's interesting. I have him at 11. This whole group, we were saying before. I'm so like, close. The, they're, so, they're all so close. Yeah, I have, I kind of had Siakam and Ingles uh, at 6 and 7 on a tier of their own. And then I literally had Barnes at 8 down through 13. or Yeah, 13. Where I have Levert, actually, um, those all of these guys together. I wonder if we will all if we both will have all of the same dudes in the same tier. Yeah, um, yeah I would put I, yeah, Le- I have for, for me. I would put Levert and Jalen in my my like third tier there uh, as like the upside play guys that they could they could stay where they are. Like that's their ceiling probably this year is to get to that point where I put them, and then their floor is probably lower than this this next group. Uh, so I have Covington. At nine, I have Ingles at ten, and so that's where I have Ingles. Um, who's your nine? Mm. Uh, nine. This is one we texted about because I don't think he's the three. You say you're passionate about him, that he is the three for this team. Uh, so I just had to go with it. But I put Aaron Gordon at nine. Yeah, this he should is, never ever play the three again. He shouldn't. It's the problem with the Magic. But he's their three. He starts at three. Jonathan Isaac played a hundred percent of his minutes at four last year. They're starting with that. They got Al Farouk Aminu now. Uh, he's their three. He's like their full-time three now. And it doesn't make any sense, but that's what it is. Yeah, it doesn't make a bit of sense. But uh, just his stats, you know, too, I, I liked um, – yeah, I kind of looked at Orlando stuff, and I, I was 
Aaron Gordon had better stats than I thought he did. So, yeah, I have, I have Barnes at eight, Aaron Gordon at nine. And then I have this guy, actually, when I did my list, it was lower. Once I looked at some of his stats, too, even though he's on a bad team. It's auto uh, I'm Yeah, it is. It's auto yeah, yeah. and I moved him up some. I'm like, dang, I didn't know he shot the ball that well. Uh, he was a little bit better than I thought he was last year. Yeah, Otto Porter had a really good year, and it's coming into this year for Chicago. That's going to be it's going to be a big big deal for him. Um, so yeah, we, we I think we have the same players. So number ten, I have Ingles. Number eleven, I have Gordon, and then twelve, I have Otto Porter. Thirteen, I have Barnes. But that whole okay, that yeah. whole group: Covington, Ingles, Gordon, Otto Porter, and Barnes. That's my next tier. Like those those guys are all kind of bunched together. You can put them in any order, in my opinion. Yeah, and I put you know Jalen Brown and Lavert in that same group just because they're the they're the two young guys have the potential to move up, uh, but I still just have them in that same group. So you have Covington after Otto Porter, Covington at eleven. I have Jalen Brown at twelve, Karis Lavert at thirteen, and okay. then my next tier starts at fourteen. So there's our we. It's funny that we have all the same guys, but none of them are the that exact same spot. That's how that's like how yes. close they all are. I know that is cool. Okay, number 14 and 15, I had a hard time with. I struggled. I put them back and forth, but I have two guys. 14 and 15, just these two guys? 14 and 15, I had a hard time with them. Uh, Ingram and <coughs> Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I put Ingram first, and then I have SGA right after him. Okay, sweet. Yeah, we're the same. You had them in the same order? Yeah, 14 and 15. Yeah, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, is, he's a point guard, but... Yeah. Chris Paul is starting at point guard for them for now. If once Chris Paul leaves, SGA becomes the point guard. But then they have Terrence Ferguson at two. Uh, it, who knows what's going on? Well, you you mentioned Roberson. You're like, I think Roberson might start for them, but Roberson hasn't played basketball in like <laughs> two years. Steph, I feel like SGA will be their two and Roberson will be their three, but it could do whatever. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. But this is where we have him now. Uh, and he's probably going to guard a lot of threes, though, in my opinion. So. Uh, he did He's that. probably going to play a little bit of DeLon Wright role. He played I mean, a lot of three for the Clippers, too, by the way. He played with Shamit and and, Patch, and uh, Patrick Beverly. He started with them a lot. Mm. So, but, Yeah, uh, I think that defensive thing that you just mentioned, SGA being a point guard, guarding some threes, that's the same type of stuff you're going to see DeLon Wright doing whenever they roll out mm-hmm. Luka, Seth, Seth, and DeLon in the same lineup. DeLon's going to be asked to guard some of these threes, especially if Dorian's off the floor. Yeah, just whoever's the best wing, <laughs> whoever's the best ball handler yeah. on that on that team. Ingram's position is very interesting. He's going to be a restricted free agent this summer. Uh, man, who knows what what his season is going to be like? Uh, is he the starter? Does you know do they start Zion at three or do they keep him at the four? Who knows with that? So uh, coming, I'm up so next, curious oh. on the starting unit for New Orleans. By the way. Yeah, the starting unit for, for New Orleans is still going to be interesting. They met, they mentioned that on uh, Zach Lowe's podcast with J.J. Redick today, and J.J. was like, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd kind of like to start. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. It's funny now that he's in like the the old age of his NBA career, he just says stuff. He's like, yeah, you know, I, I wanted to start. <laughs> in Philadelphia, they mentioned me coming off the bench for Markel Fultz, and I was like, I don't think that's what's best for the team, but I'll do whatever <laughs> I got to do. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> So, yep. coming up next, we're going to fly through the rest of these because they're just so random and wild. The rest of these threes in the NBA are just so crazy uh, that we're just going to fly through them in the last segment. All right, Isaac, number 16, I have Justice Winslow, who essentially was playing point guard for this team uh, a year ago for the Miami Heat, now thrust into that three spot with Dragic and uh, Jimmy Butler. But I pretty pretty comfortably have Justice Winslow here. 
Okay. Yeah, I have Winslow at 17. Um, had a pretty good year. Yeah, I think the competition mm-hmm. of what they do with him and Dragic will be interesting as far as running the point guard spot. At 16, I have a guy that I, I feel like I might be a little higher on. Uh, you you might – no, I, actually, you. I have Chetty Osman. Yeah, a little higher than me. Uh, I did not think okay. – I think he started the year out really well, and I, he, it's really – did not end well for me. Uh, his numbers were not good at all. Um, so, yeah, for I, the whole year, I am a lot lower. Yeah, I didn't think his numbers were that good. Oh heck no! I did a whole. I compared his numbers to some of these other guys. Okay, well, I anyway, I have him lower, but this whole group is just so jumbled together. Honestly, six, uh, seventeen through twenty-seven. <laughs> You can convince me of yeah. any order for these guys. Number 17, I have Mikael Bridges. Uh, and 18, I have DeAndre Hunter. Uh, two guys that are, are very similar. Mm. And uh, I had a hard time with them going back and forth. But I have those two guys next. Okay. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter is one. Uh, man, I honestly, I had no clue what to do with him. RJ Barrett and some of the other rookies, I'm like, all right, cool. I feel like I have a decent guess at him. But Hunter, I don't. I have Hunter much lower than that. Uh, actually, yeah, I have... Uh, Winslow after Osman, and then I have Mikel Bridges like you do, and then I have Justin Jackson. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm a little lower on Justin Jackson as well. I have Jackson at 19. Yeah, just a little lower. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit projecting. I think he's. I think this year will be the best year of his career. Um, yeah, yeah. Justin Jackson. I was. Jackson, I was, I was doing. Year. I'm doing a video right now on a uh, Paul George and and Kawhi Leonard. I was looking at their cutting stats, and I saw Justin Jackson was in the top ten in points per possession on cuts. Hmm, it's crazy. So good cutter. So that'll that'll be something. Hopefully, he'll be able to get hit a lot more with this uh, starting lineup. So yeah, you have Justin Jackson. I have your guy at number nineteen. I have T.J. Warren. Oh, okay. I have Warren at twenty. Uh, I do like T.J. Warren a lot to an extent. I think he can just get get buckets he's just an underrated score in the league i think but yeah i have him at 20 number 20 i have markeith morris who i just put a question mark next to because he's definitely a four but this pistons team they lack wings like really bad <laughs> so they uh i'm guessing they're gonna start him but i have no clue because yeah i'm kind of out it, on markeith morris yeah well i mean the, the last 10 in this list are like players that i'm kind of out on True, except for one player that I'm hoping you have in the bottom three. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Markeith Morris at 25. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of just out on that. I put Reggie Bullock from the uh, University of North Carolina at uh, 21. Uh, I love Reggie Bullock. I have Bullock at 22. I have Will Barton at 21. Barton had a tough year last year too. He's kind of in the same mold as Gary Harris on that Nuggets team. Just yeah. struggled with injuries, and I had a lot. Higher hopes for him last year, but I have him at 21. Hopefully a comeback season in that starting role. He's another guy. Yeah, he's a guy that should be a six-man, and he's just now thrust in that starting lineup. He should, for sure. He should be a six-man for that team. But, yeah, injuries uh, hurt him some, so hopefully he bounces back statistically next year. I have him at 20, uh, 23 uh, because sandwiched in between both of those, I have Kent Bazemore. Mm. New member of the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Ken Bazemore, interesting. All right, I have Chetty Osman. All right, I have Justin Jackson at twenty-three, so we weren't too okay. far weren't too far off there. Um, and then I have Chetty Osman at twenty-four. And who do you have at twenty-five? 
I have your nemesis. <gasps> Kyle, Mr. Kyle Anderson. Mr. Anderson. My guy. <laughs> Mr. Flopper, a.k.a. I don't flop, I sell. I sell calls. Because I was, I was taught how to sell calls instead of Why don't of flop you tell that story? Calendars. We have a couple minutes. Why don't you tell that story now? Because it happened like two years ago now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, pretty much, yeah, I think it was a rebound with Salah. Salah came down with the ball, and uh, Kyle Anderson uh, had tried to go for the rebound, too, or got tangled up some, and uh, he flopped, and he fell down. A clear flop. I made a uh, little gif of it, tweeted it out. I said, Kyle Anderson nominated for the flop of the year. <laughs> Kyle you Anderson didn't even add him either, right? You, no, no, no. no. It just didn't, his name. didn't add him. Uh, Kyle Anderson sees the tweet, uh, which is just marvelous. And uh, and quote tweets uh, my tweet and defends the play and tries to argue that there is a difference between selling a play and flopping and that he was taught as a kid and he is selling this play and is not flopping. Uh, it was preceded by a lot of uh, a lot of Spurs fans coming at my mentions, uh, but because that was when he was with the Spurs at the time. Uh, he since deleted the tweet. I do have a screenshot of it. Oh, he did. Uh, I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, yeah, he deleted. Wow. Yeah, uh, what? It's just super funny. I enjoy it. It is funny. So that's why we call yeah. him his nemesis, uh, because he, he, called, nemesis. he called him out on Twitter. That was when he was with the Spurs too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, Spurs, Spurs, Kyle Anderson. Yeah, so I have Chetty Osman at twenty-four, Kyle Anderson then at twenty-five. All right, yeah, I have DeAndre Hunter at twenty-four, Mark Even Morris at twenty-five, Kyle Anderson at twenty-six, and then these bottom four. <sighs> Uh, I'm so glad. I see. I'm happy at this point because there is a player that should be at the bottom, yeah. towards the bottom that you have there, and I'm happy. For yeah, it. I have Kent Bazemore at 26. Uh, that okay. that whole get group, off Kent Bazemore. That whole group is just so is so close to me. Hey, Bullock to Bazemore. That's so okay. Number 27. I have MKG. <laughs> That's the guy. I was scared. I was scared. A little hesitant that you might have him a little higher. I'm like, don't fall victim to this. No, I'm not. MKG is not good. No, he's not. So, okay. I have him at 29, uh, but... I wanted to put him higher because I value defense, but then I was just like... I, just, I looked at some of his numbers, and no. I was like, man, you just can't get the shot, and then... Like, he doesn't even no. get steals and blocks, which is not the no. end-all, be-all of defense, but you'd, you'd hope that he'd at least be helping out every, you know and getting some deflections and stuff but no so yeah, yeah he I might be going to china um okay at 27 i have daniel house for houston these two teams houston and golden state the fact that we're like who the crap's gonna start at the three for them it's wild uh i just have them two i have them both together right here daniel house alfonso mckinney um cool like yeah and we think alfonso mckinney and daniel house we have no idea who's really gonna start for them uh, we, like I initially had, could start. I initially had Gerald Green as a starter for Houston. Yeah, the fact that Alec Bur- it could be down to Alec Burks versus Alfonso McKinney, Glenn Robinson or, the third. Yeah, or Jordan Poole. Yeah, uh, to like Gerald Green and Daniel House. Like these guys could be starting for. Or like, are we going back to uh, Draymond at the three? <laughs> yes. Remember that was what he he was a three when he came out of college. Just put Looney and Collie Stein together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then obviously I have MKG at 29, and we probably have the same guy, which we love coming yeah, out this of the is sad. It, this is sad, but. It, it's super sad, yeah. This is like, yeah, I mean, this is like Dorian Finney-Smith being ranked in this his rookie season, yeah, and okay. we haven't even seen him play yet. Yeah. Like, 
Admiral Schofield, we think he's going to start as the three for the Wizards. Who knows? Um, we honestly don't know. Their starting lineup is a complete joke. But love Schofield. This isn't a knock on him at all. Compared to, like, Ferguson. Ferguson's just whatever. But Schofield, <laughs> he has hate. potential. I think he'll be fine later. Yeah, so there you go. That's our, our rankings. Uh, we have them in tiers. Um, and, yeah. Those are our small forward rankings. Hope you enjoyed our banter back and forth. What's our what was our biggest difference? Probably Levert, uh, Jalen. Le, yeah, Levert, Jalen Brown, and then yeah, probably you had Levert Garrison at thirteen. Levert. I mean, you had Levert at seven. I had him at thirteen. Yeah, a tier a tier away. That was our biggest difference, I think, so far. Besides the end ones, the end ones don't count. From like sixteen on, it doesn't count. <laughs> you have a big difference. <laughs> what? So what was our biggest difference? Okay, we had Ben Simmons, Trey Young. Uh, pretty much just Ben Simmons and point guards. Shooting guards, what was our biggest Terrence difference? Terrence Ferguson. Oh, gosh. Which wasn't even that big of a and, difference. It was 24 and 30. That was our big difference, which is not really even notable, <laughs> to be honest. I really got upset about that. For no and reason. Then, and now Levert is our small four guy. Who I think our biggest difference was course. Booker and then what? whatever that guy said – where Booker should be. <laughs> uh, he, he thought, Steven, bro, he's not a top three shooting guard. Okay? Shout out to Steven. <laughs> yeah, I think. I would take Booker over Bradley Bill. <laughs> I think that was our big difference. No. Yeah, we had them yeah, all sure. pretty pretty much the same. But yeah, so those are our, our big differences so far. We love you, Steven. I'm not picking on you. I, I enjoy you coming and disagreeing with rankings. It's part of rankings. It's fun. We accept A lot of people I don't respond to, but the fact that you're like, hey, Booker. When you said Booker should be over Oladipo, then yes, that deserved a uh, shout-out on the pod at this point. <laughs> several. Several shout-outs on the pod. There you go. Those are our several. rankings. We'll be back with the power forwards tomorrow. It's the wildest position. Uh, so that one will be an interesting podcast because there's just guys and they're like, Sabonis is going to be a power forward this year. Uh, Zion Grant. is going to be on. Uh, Al Horford is going to be one this year. Porzingis. Porzingis is going to be one. Uh, Jason Tatum is, is on this list. Oh PJ Tucker. Anthony Davis. Such a it's just such a wild position right now. Like, uh, who's Washington? Rui Hachimura. I think that's who we have right now. Hey, don't be sleep sleeping on Rui. So there you go. We'll be back tomorrow again. Submit your five-star iTunes reviews, Apple podcast reviews with a question. We will answer them on the pod. Uh, Keep doing that. If you haven't done it yet, um, go there and do it. It helps us get recognized on Apple podcasts. And that's where most people find their podcasts. So we want people to find us and listen to us because we are worth listening to guys. Thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.